Yes, we're starting with some Beatles here today. This is Michael Moore, and you're listening to Rumble. Um, this song in particular, I guess it has a double meaning for today's episode. The, the I love you part is basically uh, me saying this to you, those of you who are listening to this, and how grateful I am uh, for you joining me uh, in these uh I guess 10 plus months, almost 11 months now. It looks like we are going to cross the 20 million uh, downloads mark here sometime. Uh, it could be tonight, could be tomorrow, not sure, but uh, uh, we'll have a little celebration in, in one of the upcoming podcasts uh, with that. Uh, it's quite a quite a land, landmark here to for Rumble, and we're all very grateful about Thus, thus the, uh, the PS I love you, but also it's a song about sending letters. And you have not only been sending me letters, you've been sending me voicemails because there's this incredible little link on the podcast page here where all you got to do is click it and then talk into your laptop or your phone or whatever. And it's just like voicemail. Uh, it's, it's somehow linked up. I don't know the technology of it, but basically it's, it's a special phone line. That's mine. So you get to actually leave a voicemail for me that, that only I listen to. And I get to listen to these incredible voicemails from all of you. And so today I decided that this episode would be to honor you and to give you the microphone, to give you, for you to have your voice heard by hundreds of thousands or millions of people. And so that's what we're doing today. I am going to play a random sampling. Of the, uh, it's not necessarily the best voicemails or my favorites or whatever. And, and so so if you left one here in the last uh, weeks or so and, and I'm not playing it, doesn't mean anything other than there's just so many of them. I randomly have picked, uh, uh, you know, maybe a half hour's worth here of them to share uh, with uh, the people listening uh, to Rumble. And uh, it's it's quite a variety. Obviously, there's all these very nice things that you've said to me I'm, that I just want to tell you. I'm moved and uh, grateful, and um, I feel very blessed in, in some sense here, especially during a time where we all don't have a lot of contact with other people. Uh, for me to have this kind of contact with you it's worked. <laughs> it's worked for me. I'm um, I'm very appreciative, uh, and and as as you know, I'm I'm in my own lockdown. I'm alone in, in this, and uh, but I'm not alone. I guess that's the weird part of this is that uh, I'm not so weird that uh, every other day or so or three, I get to have some kind of contact with you, and and then you get to talk to me by leaving me a voicemail. So those of you listening who haven't done this, you're welcome to do it anytime I listen to them. Uh, it's only a minute long. The, the voice, uh, the phone thing only allows for a, a minute message. Uh, just, just, I'd never get through all the messages if I, if they all, all went five or 10 minutes long. So my apologies for that. But man, um, 
the reaction, it just really shot up this week, too, with my open letter to Joe Biden and the response uh, that all of you have had to that. And not just you, but it's been really, uh, it's gone around uh, the Internet. It's gone around the country. It's <laughs> Fox News has played it. Um, but it's really been um, uh, Stephen Colbert. Uh, I was on the show the other night, uh, his show, and uh, he was very moved by it and, and, uh, and brought it up. Um, I'll put a link if you didn't, if you didn't catch the, the show, I'll put a link uh, so you can watch the Colbert, uh, interview with me, um, here on the podcast page, but it's, it's really, um, it's gotten around. And the question now I'm being asked is, has, has Biden read it? And of course, I don't know that, but we have had people promise us that he would, uh, that they would get it to him. And, uh, I'm going to also have a backup a couple other ways. I'm going to Make sure that it gets into his hands or into his ears. And if you'd like, if you haven't listened to it, um, it was it was the last episode here of Rumble, so you can listen to that. I can put a link up to that. I'll also put a link to just the the. Um, it's on Medium, and uh, you can read it uh, too. Uh, the text of it, and you can print it out, whatever. So uh, look for that. But in the meantime, here I just I want to get to you. I want to I want to turn this uh, episode. Uh, over to you. I'll, I'll come back and talk to you for a second or two here, but I just, um, there's so much going on right now. And I know everybody's very nervous about the, what seems to be the coup that he's trying to, he being Trump, uh, uh, trying to engage in. And, uh, so we have to stay on top of that and stay on top of him and, uh, don't take him for granted. And, uh, don't just kind of think, oh, there's no way this can happen. Cause as we know with Trump, anything can happen and it does and has. So, uh, so we'll be following, uh, that. As I'm recording this now, all the states have weighed in, all the states have been called, and it's uh, 306 electoral votes for Joseph Biden and uh, 232 uh, for Donald J. Trump. So a massive landslide. Uh, and if, if, if you don't think it's a landslide, um, uh, can we just roll uh, the, the tape from four years ago? There was there was a person elected four years ago to president of the United States, elected by the Electoral College, at least not by the popular vote. Uh, but he had a word uh, or, or uh, two words to describe his victory in, in 2016. Uh, can we just uh, roll, roll that? This is an interview he did on Fox with uh, Chris Wallace right after the 2016 election uh, letter rip. Every week it's another excuse. We had a massive landslide victory, as you know, in the Electoral College. I guess the final numbers are now at 306. Exactly. A massive landslide here for Joe Biden. Congratulations, President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. And I hope you've got my open letter by now. And, and if you'd like to comment on it, you're welcome to come on Rumble uh, anytime uh, you want. So, um, <laughs> okay, I know that's not going to happen. Uh, so before I play these incredible, wonderful uh, voicemails, uh, from you. Uh, let me just say one word about Georgia. It's coming. And we all need to be involved. And, and any of us who, if you have a relative or you know somebody who lives in Georgia, uh, they need to have all the information about this upcoming uh, runoff election because we have got to get uh, these, these two Senate seats. Uh, it's critical. We can't go through the next couple of years, let alone four years, not getting anything done. So, um, all hands on deck, uh, for, for Georgia. Um, and so, and, and thanks to Amy Schumer who passed this along to me to, so I can share it with you and, and others. Um, if you live in Georgia right now, Georgia voters, you can request 
your ballot for the special runoff election, which takes place on January 5th. You can get your ballots now uh, just by going to ballotrequest.sos.ga.gov. Okay, I'm going to put this here on the podcast platform because you're not going to be able to remember that or write that down. But it's it's um, it's all it's so easy. I'll put this. I'll also post. I'll post it on um, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter too. But just so you know, Georgia voters, you can request your ballot. Your mail-in ballot, your absentee ballot, you can request it right now. Now, if you're not registered, if you're a new voter in Georgia, if you're already registered, don't worry, you don't have to register for this uh, runoff election. But if you're a new voter and you haven't registered or you've never registered before in Georgia, you can do that right now, but you have to register before December 7th, December 7th, all right? Now, for teenagers, listen to this part. Um, If you're 17 now, but you will be turning 18 on or before January 5th, the day of the runoff election. So if you're 17 now, but you'll be 18 uh, on or before January 5th, you can register right now. You don't have to wait till you're 18. At 17, you can register. At go, uh, and, and again, you go to georgia.gov slash register to vote. And there's a dash in between register dash to Dash vote. Again, I'll post this so you don't have to write this down. December 7th is the deadline to register. December 14th is the day that early voting begins in Georgia. Beat the lines, find your polling place. Okay, remember, it, it may or may not be different from where you go to vote in the general election. Uh, don't trust it. You got to check. You got to make sure you go to vote.org slash polling dash place dash locator. Vote.org, polling place locator. Again, look it up here on my site. Okay, early voting, December 14th it begins. And as I said, January 5th is election day for the Senate runoffs. Two Senate seats in Georgia. This will determine who has control over the Senate during the Biden years. We need both for the Democrats to have control. We get control of that. We have the Senate. We have the House. We have the White House. And we can start passing some real legislation to raise the minimum wage, to get back into the Paris Accords, to do any of a number of things. All the things. This can happen. Um, But we need the Senate, folks. This is so important. And we'll talk more in upcoming podcasts of what, if you don't live in Georgia, what you can do, what I can do, everybody can do. Uh, to get to get John Ossoff and Reverend Raphael Warnock elected as the two U.S. senators from the great state of Georgia. January 5th is election day. It's critical. Okay, here we go. Uh, we're going to fire up the answering machine, the voicemail. Uh, uh, so many hundreds of you uh, who've left these wonderful messages. Every one of these, whether they're talking about the upcoming coup that Trump is trying to pull off, whether it's the 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 hopes uh, people have for what Biden will do, and whether and whether it's a criticism of me or this uh, uh, um, podcast or of the Biden uh, uh, election, um, I've got a sampling in here. Just assume that whatever you hear on any of these, um, they each one represents dozens of people who felt the same way and left a similar message. So, um, so you're, you're getting a fairly decent cross section, uh, but I'd say most of them are from 
very generous and kind and thoughtful people who are trying to get us all uh, get our heads and straightened out here so we can do the important work that needs to be done uh, in the next months and years. So without uh, further ado, I, I now turn it over to the the listeners of Rumble with Michael Moore. And I'll, I'll come back uh, halfway through here uh, just for a little break and then uh, and then we'll close it out with a with a few more uh, this won't take long uh it's a, but it's you get to listen to people from all across this wonderful country and, and a few people from other countries that wanted to weigh in on our election so so here we go let's uh let's turn uh let's turn the the voice message machine on here on rumble hi michael this is susan and I'm a fairly new listener to you, but I have to say that you really, really helped me get through those last few days before the election. I just didn't think I had the strength to make it through, um, but you helped a lot, and I thank you for that. I thank you for everything you do and everything you've done, and the letter the letter is phenomenal. It did bring me to tears. And I hope, I really hope that you send it to, to Joe Biden. Please send the letter to Joe Biden. Thank you again. And I look forward to following you. Bye. Please take care. Michael Moore, thank you so much for this beautiful letter. It's really knocking it out of the park and hitting all the things so many of us are thinking and feeling right now. So a million gratitudes um, for your eloquence and your grace and your articulation. And just a quick um, note that my friends and I in Brooklyn have been talking about Joe Biden giving us the visceral sensation of going in the back seat to go get an ice cream. And at the end of your letter, you go there and you bring that up. And it's just so cool to feel that we're all having that same quality of feeling cared for and nourished. And I can't agree with you more that him bringing Kamala on just gives us this beautiful pairing of the best virtues of his grandfather's spirit with this progressive virtues of the youth. So get it, job well done, and thank you a million for all the work that you do. Hey, Michael Moore. Oh my goodness. Um, you don't know me, but uh, this is Dr. Corey Alexander. I am a child and adolescent psychiatrist from um, Kootenai County in Northern Idaho. I just listened to your podcast um, to President Biden. I want to congratulate you. Um, not only are you an, a very effective a progressive activist, but you have mastered a concept in psychiatry that we call motivational interviewing very well, um, where you are using Joe Biden's strengths to motivate him to make the changes that we need so desperately. Hey, Michael, this is Marty in Maine. I have to let you know that I spent a nice portion of today with Indivisible on their phone bank and thinking outside of the box. I changed the script a little bit as I was talking to people and sensing their personal reactions. I was able to convey the concept that you've been advocating for reaching out to contacts and asking them to pursue other folks that they may know, to pass it along, whether those folks are in their state 
whether they were non-voters, whether they voted already, whether they may have even been somebody of a different political persuasion, but not a Trumper in the past. I got great results. Keep thinking outside of the box. We're still going. Thank you, Michael, for all your podcasts. The energy is great. I really appreciate it. Hey, Michael. JJ here from Dutchess County, New York. Um, I'm a college student pushing for a master's degree in social work, and I just wanted to let you know that you really inspire me. Uh, I love everything you do, and I encourage you, man, keep pushing forward. I just wanted to share with you that since your last podcast, I successfully got 10 people to vote. Five were actually not considering the vote at all and reconsidered after the phone call you suggested. What's even cooler is that my grandmother, who has never voted before in any election, got registered and successfully voted for Joe Biden today in person. I'm optimistic and hoping for the best. Keep up the great work, my friend. You're awesome. Hi, Michael Moore. I'm a Republican that voted for Trump in 2016. I regret it. I voted for Biden this year. I live in California, in Los Angeles. My child's nanny has been a citizen of the United States since 2011, and she was not planning on voting. She's never voted before. When I found this out, I took her to vote yesterday. So you're right, it worked. It was my vote and hers. Her vote counted. She voted for Biden also. Thank you. Hi, Michael. My name's Deb Bark, and I live in Mesquite, Nevada. I just want you to know this last podcast that you had with your written letter to Joe Biden was probably my favorite. It even brought tears to my eyes. It's so good to know that we have somebody headed to the White House that can make us feel this way again. Thanks for sharing. Have a great day. Hi, Michael. My name's Jane McGavin. I live in Carlsbad, California. I so enjoyed your open letter to Joe Biden. I totally support you. I believe the same things you believe. I canvassed for Bernie Sanders with my son this spring right before COVID hit. And that's exactly what I'm hoping for, everything you said. Please make sure Joe Biden reads it. I feel like he's a good man who could be sensible. Can we really get our progressive agenda addressed? I so am hoping for that. And I think you can lead the way. I will support you any way I can. I will fight for Medicare for all. I will fight for it all. And I'm so happy that Jon Stewart is now in the fight for Medicare for all. Thank you for everything you do. You have been inspirational to me during this hard time. Good luck and keep fighting. Merry Christmas indeed. Hallelujah. Jesus would be pleased. We have saved our country from fascism, our democracy from fascism. The world now has a better chance to deal with climate change. So this is wonderful. And you know, too, that the spirit at the top tends to percolate throughout the whole organization. So perhaps love and responsibility and community can come down from Biden to all of us, and we can again have love and brotherhood in our society. Hallelujah. 
Hey Mike, it's Kevin Howard from Washington State. So I just listened to your open letter to President-elect Joe Biden. And I'm, I'm just at a loss. I really am. I mean, I understand that you have high hopes that, that he, as a member of the working class, will remember that he's a member of the working class. But he's not the first working class president in the modern era that we elected. We, we elected Bill Clinton, who was, you know, definitely working class from Hope, Arkansas. And he absolutely betrayed the working class in order to join the billionaire class. And so while he came into office as a member of the working class who, who professed to understand our plight, he left heading to Wall Street and, and his payday. And guess, this is what Joe Biden is going to do. It just is. Hey, Michael Conan from Southern California. It felt so good yesterday to go out into the street and celebrate with my community. I lost a close relative from COVID a few weeks ago and seeing people's joy even through their masks. Um, it made me smile for the first time since my grandfather's death. I know we have so much work ahead of us, but it felt so good to just celebrate something for once instead of just being out and protesting because of police brutality or climate change or some other disaster that is going on. Just the fact that we finally beat this motherfucker just felt so good, man. I know there's a lot ahead of us, and I know this battle is just beginning, but I'm ready, and I'm ready to keep fighting for the causes that we believe in. Thank you, Michael, for everything you do, and looking forward to your next episode. Hi, Michael. My name is Kim, and I live in Central Florida. I've been listening to you, reading your books, and watching your documentaries for years. I remember watching Roger and Me as a kid. In hindsight, I didn't fully understand how sad that movie actually was, but it might have been an ominous foreshadowing. I think your letter to Biden sadly might be premature. Trump is not conceding. And not only that, he seems to be setting the stage for something worse than anyone can possibly imagine. Don't you think we all need to stay in the game? stay vigilant and devise a plan for what's to come. Trump isn't leaving on his own. Good evening, Mr. Moore. My name is Fernando and I'm watching the news. Uh, I'm very concerned because I'm watching the news about Trump firing the defense uh, secretary. Uh, and I think it's because he refused to send the military to the streets of the United States to fight the protesters. I think this might be the beginning of the coup d'etat and I'm really uh, nervous. Uh, Mitch McConnell has not accepted that uh, Biden is the winner of the election, the president-elect. This is very concerning to me. I, I really would like to hear what you think about this issue. Am I, am I being uh, panicking? Am I, be, am I being absurd? Or, or, or am I right to think that Donald Trump is not above this? This might be the beginning of the coup, and we should be worried. And we should do something about it. We should organize or, or do something. What do you think? Please let us know. Michael, thank you so much for getting me through the last, this last year with your podcast. I can't tell you how much hope you gave me and how much really good information. And I am really grateful for you. And I know we have to hold Biden's feet to the fires, but. I feel such relief that every moment that my New York Times 
notification shows up on my phone. I don't have to wonder, now what the fuck is this? Thank you so much. I hope you're getting out to enjoy some of the last parts of a warm fall in New York City. All the best. Hi, Michael. Huge fan of Rumble here. Um, I'm sure you were you were celebrating on Saturday as as I was. Um, I was in New York City and it was the happiest day I think I've had in in four years. Um, but now, you know, a few days after the election, it's it's pretty sobering um, to see such prominent Republicans supporting Donald Trump's baseless claims of election fraud, and it's even more concerning to see. Bill Barr, um, you know, supporting this with the Department of Justice and saying that they'll investigate these claims of election fraud, even though there's there's not a whole lot of real evidence behind it. Um, so, you know, want to hear from you what um, what we could potentially do about this um, to make sure that we defend this election and this democracy. Thanks. Hey, Michael Terry Hall here in Michigan. Uh, why Trump is everybody's believing him or pretending to believe him about winning the election and falling in line behind his lies. He's got people that are lining up to get pardoned by him. And anybody who doesn't carry his fantasy on will not get a pardon. So all these folks are looking for pardons from him. And that's the only reason they're lying like he is. That's my humble opinion. Feel free to share. Take care and good luck. Bye-bye. Michael, this is Betty. I voicemailed you last night about uh, going in mass, a group of people going to Trump, uh, like Barry Goldwater did with Nixon. Uh, but tonight, I have an even more urgent message because of what has happened today with the Pentagon appointments and everything. It's very dangerous. I mean, do we realize how dangerous it is? What we have to do is go out and march. Where are the marchers? We have to go out in the streets and surround the White House and get rid of this dangerous person. Why aren't we marching? Why aren't we? Please, Michael, do what you can to get us organized to march upon this dangerous man. Hi, Michael. Uh, this is Sandra. I'm just, I just can't stand watching uh, the Republican Party all standing together, not acknowledging Biden's win, conceding. A lot of stuff just looks concerning. The slow moving coup, it's not slow moving. He's got people, he's putting people in key places. I think we should all be calling our senators, Republican senators. And they should come out and not hide behind, like when I saw Chris Coons, I think, um, not naming them, the people who are not acknowledging Biden, protecting Republicans. It would be different if she was on the other foot. Hi, Michael. This is Paul from Barcelona in Spain. Where is your emergency podcast? There is a coup going on. Let me tell you a story. My mother who is an American and lives here in Spain, has a twin sister in Michigan, near Grand Rapids, your neck of the woods. And yesterday she called her sister to tell her, hey, don't worry about Trump losing, it's okay. And her sister answered immediately, but he didn't lose, he won. I heard it on the radio. How many 
Republican voters aren't thinking this way. What's going on? Hey, this is serious. Thanks. Michael, hi. This is Keith in California. Thank you so much for exposing all the corruption and and enabling us to vote out the most corrupt president ever. Uh, my question to you is how do we expose the enablers and prosecute them, guys like Louis DeJoy? How do we prove that he allowed the post office to be used as a political instrument and I mean, there's still ballots coming in. Can we find a way of, I know there's ways of tracking these. How much, how many ballots came in after the election in minority communities, especially um, that, that would have made a big difference um, in the final outcome. Anyway, uh, thanks for everything and keep going. All right. How do we keep the happy train going and win over more voters? That's what I think we should be talking about, because in four more years, there are going to be some grumpy, pissed-off Trumpers voting for Trump or his, his clone again. How do we talk them over? Are these people old and dying? Let's hope they're old and dying. Hi, I'm Inge Christophersen, a member of the Red-Green Alliance in Denmark. First, congratulations on electing Biden-Harris. But it is disturbing to see the Trump supporters in the streets still believing his lies about voter fraud. They are seriously arguing that Democrats stole the election, even though it has been conducted as always. So you still need to up your game. Even if 65% voted this time, it must be 85% the next time, just as we have it here in Denmark. For you to demand the change you need, you have to first make the USA a real democracy where everybody votes as a matter of course. Thank you for a great podcast. Wow. Uh, so as you can see, uh, some great stuff there uh, from listeners of this podcast. And my thanks to, to those. I'm going to play. I'm going to play a few more for you. But but first, I want to recognize uh, the underwriter, one of the underwriters of of today's episode. People who heard the podcast and said, "We want to be part of this. We want to support Michael Moore's voice." And my uh, gratitude toward them. Uh, you might have heard them before here on Rumble. Uh, the name of the company is Gabby. So you've heard me talk about Gabby before. Uh, they're here to help you save money on your homeowners or your auto insurance. Their goal is no more overpaying, <laughs> no more being ripped off by these insurance companies. Okay, that's a good motto, and that is a good mission. So when you've had, as you know, if you've had the same car insurance probably for a while or the same homeowner's insurance, you get kind of just used to it. You don't check it anymore. And you just, you know, they send you the new premium this year and you go, oh, shell it went up. Okay, well, you know, it, things go up. And you don't kind of, you know, and it's sometimes it's so incremental, it doesn't really grab you until maybe three, four years down the line, you go, wait a minute, didn't we used to pay that? And now we're paying this? It's one of the oldest tricks in the book. Well, listen. My underwriter for today's episode, Gabby, they want you to stop overpaying for car insurance and homeowner's insurance. Uh, Gabby is about trying to get a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. So all you have to do is just link your current insurance account 
uh, to them on their app here. I'm going to give you the information here. And I've already had friends. I told you before, the super of my apartment building, he did this. They're all saving all this money. And I'm like, wow, okay, good. I'm glad to hear this works. They will within minutes, Gabby, will within minutes give you the exact same coverage that you currently have. And in many cases, for a much lower rate. Uh, the average Gabby customer saves about $800 a year on their insurance once they've gone to the free app. So uh, just take a few minutes here and, and stop paying more than you should for your insurance. Go to Gabby.com. That's G-A-B-I, Gabby.com slash rumble. That's it. So Gabby.com slash rumble. That's G-A-B-I.com slash rumble. And that's it. Within minutes, you're going to find out just how much you've been overpaying and how much you can save. And you are going to be happy uh, that people that love this show, Gabby, uh, decided to get behind it and allow my voice to reach as many people as possible. And I'm grateful to them for that and uh, grateful to all of you who listen. Good morning, Michael. Fran here. Thank you so much for making me laugh this morning. I really needed that, and I've been singing Christmas songs ever since. I just pulled in uh, to meet up with my friends in front of the White House, and um, it, the city is ablaze with joy, and it feels so good. I have tears in my eyes. I am going to uh, meet up with my friend who's getting over 500 signs printed that say it's over and something like love wins on the back. So she's going to give them out today. Um, it's just really awesome. Although I know we have much more work to do and it's going to be a slog unless we get that Senate seat, I'm going to revel in this joy for now. Be well, get some rest. Love you so much, Michael. Bye for now. You have become our needed cheerleader for democracy, but we're your cheerleaders too. So I'm telling you, eat more kale. Don't eat that broccoli you get at the Chinese store because it has too much sugar. You know, when you make a kale salad, you put Bragg's, lemon juice, garlic, nutritional yeast, and olive oil in there. Blend it all up, pour it over that, and then you've got a great dinner. I'm telling you, we need you thin and healthy for the revolution, man. Just like Cornell West. Hello, Michael. My name is Anna Rose Lilly, and uh, I listen to your podcast a lot, and I love it. I'm worried about the Electoral College. Do you know that Wisconsin, Illinois, Pennsylvania, and Georgia have no legislation requiring that their electors have to go with the state's popular vote? A faithless elector who votes against the winner of the popular vote could cast a vote for anyone. Makes me a little nervous because Fox is starting to refer to the Electoral College. Wondering what your thoughts are on this. Michael, it's Marty in Maine again. If we are able to get through this 12th Amendment scenario, um, I think one reason behind that is Mitch McConnell's back there licking his chops about being able to repeat the whole Tea Party austerity thing. But this time, he's really going to let the Fed pull the plug here. Not that he has any authority. None of these folks should have authority over the Fed. Pull the plug, and the whole hollow stock market is just going to go plummeting and uh, blame it on the Democrats. And here comes that Tea Party-like resurgence again. Um, Mitch McConnell has proven that strategy to work. And this next go-around, we may get Tom Cotton or something even worse, a smart guy like Trump. Um, 
That being said, we need to start branding and getting out in front of this. We need a Frank Luntz-style radio branding. I have thoughts. Hi, Michael. You know, I thought it occurred to me, Trump will, of course, will never accept his loss, and he'll say it was fraud, and everyone who voted for him, he'll try to make sure that they don't accept it either. He could, he could create a civil disaster where he could try to secede from the union with, he, with him being the president of the other United States, so to speak. That's a little scary. Michael, thank you for what you do. Uh, two things. First, we need to put Stacey Abrams in charge of the entire Democratic Party. She needs to work and lead an effort to work to register p- folks in all these potential winnable states and house districts all around the country and get people registered, network. She, she's the best. Uh, she's a shining star. We need her badly to do this across the country. Spend the money that way. Not so much on commercials people don't even pay attention to. Number two, we need to thank Mitch McConnell. He is a champion to get Trump uh, to lose this election, assuming it goes the way we want it to. Why? Because by denying Trump the stimulus, the two trillion stimulus, Trump was unable the last 10 days to go around the country saying how he's giving money to workers and other folks. So we need to thank Mitch McConnell. Hi, Michael. It's me, Minnie. I'm in North Wales. My dad is from Michigan. I just want to thank you for the fun idea that I that you left us with, with your moving truck ready to go with Trump. It's just been kind of keeping me um, upbeat through this transition. So I just, if you want to share this with all the listeners, it, it's just, I just have, have so much joy thinking about your, what you've done for us during this whole pandemic thingy. And wow, that it's really hard to keep everything in a minute. Thanks, Michael. Bye. Hi, Mike. My name is Jesse Reeves, and I just want to say I uh, love your podcast. Uh, love all your movies. It was good seeing you on Facebook the other day um, talking to us. I also wanted to say I think it's good news so far. I, don't know, I'm, I said I'm not celebrating because um, I don't think, you know, I'm not going to say anything until January 20th. But at the same time, if you look at some of the stuff that's disappointing is that um, Democrats also didn't really gain much. And that's what was really surprising. There was no major repudiation of Donald Trump. And I think that should be a warning sign to Democrats that we can't rest on our laurels. You have to keep fighting. Our messaging needs to get out there. And um, I just hope the Democrats are ready to continue fighting because that's what's going to take if we're going to make major changes. And right now that won't happen because of the Republican Senate. But, you know, I'll take the presidency, hopefully, and go from there. Bye, Mike. Hey, Michael. This is uh, Arthur Clausen calling back from Vancouver, B.C. Um, this is maybe way out on the horizon, but you guys should know this. Um, and you're probably aware of this already anyways, but uh, it just caught my attention. One of my fellow graduates from a high school up here in Greater Vancouver is married to a woman from Kansas City. And uh, there's talk there that they're expecting that in a year and a half or so, the 25th Amendment will be invoked and they'll have the most liberal president they've ever had. And they're already starting to otherize and demonize uh, Kamala Harris. So I don't know what can be done to guard against it, but forewarned is forearmed. So I just thought I'd pass the note along to you. So 
All the best. There's hope for Georgia. There's <laughs> hope for lots of things, especially people learning to love each other a bit more. Bye. Hey, Michael, this is Ethan in Brooklyn. Um, I just want to thank you for all of your work leading up to the to the election, for all your uh, citizen activism. Um, and now that, that uh, we've sorted some of that out, I find myself uh, getting back to what I think is really important that we focus on right now, which for me is uh, environmental activism. Uh, I was really inspired by Planet of the Humans and just recently watched the ANOVA PBS program called Can We Cool the, the Climate, which Planet of the Humans sort of prepared me to be deeply skeptical of, not to mention the fact that it's still funded by David H. Koch uh, Foundation. So anyway, I was just hoping that uh, you might return to all of that soon and get Jeff Gibbs back and start talking about some solutions and some work that we can do to um, really start pushing the Biden administration to take this seriously and uh, do the Green New Deal and everything that we can do uh, sustainably. Thanks so much. Be well. My girl's name is Snowma. I tell your friends I do her. And when she dances her brother, she's a hurricane in all kinds of weather. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Shake, 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 Sinala, shake your body line. Shake, 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 Sinola, shake it all the time. Work, 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 Sinola, work it all the time. Work, 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 Sinola, work it all the time. Wow. <clears throat> well, I'm, again, I'm seriously moved by this response to my podcast. It's 10 months plus old right now. And as I said earlier, we're going to hit the 20 million mark in terms of downloads uh, sometime probably this weekend, I'm guessing. Um, thank you for all those wonderful comments. Uh, if you've never sent a voice mail to me, please uh, consider doing that. And I will. I listen to all of them, and I may play some of them here on, on my podcast. Uh, if you just want to send me an email, that's fine too. I read my email. You just send it to mike at michaelmoore.com. Easy. And... Um, I will be on Seth Meyers' television show on NBC this Thursday evening. So uh, please uh, uh, tune into that. It's always great uh, to be on uh, with Seth. And then, of course, Stephen Colbert last week uh, wanted me to come on. Uh, they, they Actually, before the election, they said, Can, will you come on the week or two after the election and, and uh, give us your thoughts about what we should all do, where to go, what we're up to, uh, what we have, what's in, what's in store for us, what we're facing down. So I, I happily agreed to that. Grateful to them for giving me a platform from which to speak, and uh, grateful to the also to the different shows on MSNBC that that have me on uh, to say some things that maybe aren't getting said. Uh, I try to try to get our voice out there. Uh, so uh, tune into that if you can. We'll be back again this week uh, with uh, other episodes here of Rumble with Michael Moore. I'm Michael Moore, and I thank you for listening again to my podcast. My thanks to our executive producer, Basil Hamden, our editor and sound engineer, Nick Quaz, and uh, to all the other people, family and friends, who helped me out here in doing this. We're going to be okay. Take care. Send my love to you You know I want you to remember
until the day I do love. P.S. I love you.